Minds and Minds Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Talk wrestling. It's only two of us in here. Welcome to Tights of Fight. Nope, nope, keep going. There's only two of us? <laughs> no, just keep going. Uh, Hal and Danielle, they're all alone. <laughs> Throwing a party while Lindsay and Mike are away. We had a Chubby Kids celebration we where did. we both just like tapped Listen our double us. chins. That's what that sounds like. Sounds like cheeks slapping. Mm. <laughs> slapping cheeks. <laughs> Our new podcast. Now I have a thing that somebody else doesn't have <laughs> that I can be a part of. That's right. Lindsay does not. She was You're not, in everything. She was not blessed with the double chin. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad, Lindsay. Eat a cake about it. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the cult of personality, Hal Lovelin. And thank you to Michael Ceratops oh, on Twitter for that one. You really good at the puns, Michael Ceratops. Yeah, I see you. That's really, really good. And I'm joined today by my fellow member. And I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation. You should have just kept it in like that. Just keep it in. Because it's sad. Because it's only me. My Slide into just your- Just here with dummy Danielle. <laughs> just, well, yeah, stupid, whatever. Ugh. It's dumb. Ugh. I hate it. Ugh. Screen time. <laughs> okay, boomer. Slide into your DM <laughs> punk, Danielle Radford. I like that. Very good. There it is. There it um, is. Please slide into my DMs. I'm single again, so let's fucking do it. You're single again? God, who knows, man. I'll good probably, for you. I'll not be single in like- Two months. It'll. It's fine. <laughs> you know what? You are a strong woman. Stop. No, no. You are a great person. <laughs> so whatever you want, when you want it, will be there for you. And that is something I tr- I 100% believe I would say it off air. But Thank I'm learning you. this on air. Oh, yeah. And so now here we are talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think I'm engaged to the bag at this point. Make yeah. that money. <laughs> engaged to the bag. Yeah. Isn't that your new album? Yes, that's my new album. Engage to the bag. Engage to the bag. With this new title. Do you know that? Have you ever heard this one? See, I'm guesting on. Uh, <laughs> I'm feature. I'm doing a lot of features lately. Yeah. On other people's tracks, just doing that. Yeah, it's very. It's lovely. This is like ASMR. We're either losing or gaining a ton of uh, listeners right now. <laughs> I choose to think that we are gaining them because there's only two of us, so we have to make an extra silly, you guys. Yeah, we're padding it out like this. All right, let's get some house cleaning out of the way. You've wanted to know for a while, and we can finally confirm the rumors are true. Everything, people are talking about it on Twitter. They're Snapchatting about it. Mm. They're doing the gram about it. Are they? Some people. Really? Yeah. Oh. Some person put it on their plurk timeline. No. Everybody's talking about it, though. But I'm here to confirm the news is true. Tights and Fights is moving to Saturdays. What? That's right. Listen to us while you do your house cleaning, bitches. Yeah. When you get up in the morning and no cartoons are on anymore, and you're like, when I was a kid, there were cartoons, eat some Lucky Charms and give us a listen, why don't you? And we're like the Mandalorian. We'll be there right when you wake up, because we're dropping at like midnight. I've only watched 10 minutes of the Mandalorian. What? Because I started it last night. Jennifer and I watched Noel. 
Mm, how was that? I was like, it was charming, and I cried. Oh, I'm in. I'm into it. And I a love couple... cheesy holiday movies, man. Give them to me. Put them right in my veins. I started I the Mandalorian, stuff. and then I realized that I had not yet watched uh, Full Gear or whatever, whatever that fucking pay per view for this weekend was. So, so I just spend... uh, Full Gear is one of the jokes from right. Like, it's a it's a thing where it's like if you're Full Gear is like it's both a reference to putting on your gear to go yes. to a match, but it's also like. Get in shape for the match because yeah. you got to go full gear. And but it was the name of it, little... right? Yeah, it was. The oh, name good, of it. I remembered. I had to watch that, so that was twelve hours of my life that I had to spend <laughs> watching wrestling, which I got to spend watching wrestling. Thank you. But I'm going to watch more Mandalorian. You got it. Yeah, the show is going to be on Saturday starting next week, the 22nd of November. We will be recording our first Friday recording will be happening that will be released the following day on Saturday, the 23rd. That's going to allow us to talk about AEW mm-hmm. and Raw mm-hmm. and NXT. And Maybe speculate. get in some NWA power. Maybe we'll talk about some NWA power. And then we'll talk about what happened the prior week on SmackDown. It'll be fine. Um, the, turns out that's not the one you guys are aching for us to talk about. Yep. Not interested in that. It's fine. Uh, so we had some other stuff we were ready to talk about. But let's go ahead and, and address the second hottest story in the world of wrestling. Breaking news dropping last night. Julian, where's that clip? Did you guys in? Okay. Yeah, well, well, All right. yeah. What are we doing? In like three. Surprise. Two. What? I think we can only do five minutes of this, or five seconds. I actually think it's fine because we're talking over it. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic stuff, we've got plenty of room to do this. <laughs> you think Fox is paying for Cult of Personality? No. I don't care if they're paying his check. I don't care. We all know what this means. We know what it is. This is him. It's WWE. He's under their thumb. I change the culture. I'll see you here next week. Oh, yeah. This is definitely Fox being like, this is our dick on the table. (laughs) This is just our big little floppity dick, and we're putting it on the table. Because we all knew that there were rumors that he had auditioned. Yeah. But when he wasn't announced, I think we all just kind of assumed, like, it's not going to happen. Right. And who knows, if this was always the plan to, like, throw us off, because it was probably always meant to be a surprise. So if this was the plan to be like, well, we'll throw him off the trail by not announcing him right away. Yeah. Or it could be, like, it turns out that not hiring him was a bad idea, Vinny Boy, so you took the money, suck it the fuck up. Yeah, I'd forgotten about it. Either way, I mean, I knew it had happened, but it was out of my mind. There was more. Well, yeah, there's been so been, much happening. Yeah. Survivor Series and and Full Gear and Power. Power. The news cycle for wrestling is a lot shorter. And of course, the one Twitter reaction I saw was Seth Rollins just writing "Fight me, CM Punk," to which I thought, "Is that the match I want to see?" Me personally, I don't think he steps foot in a ring ring. I think no, he steps no. foot in that little fake ring in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who would you have him manage if you're going to have him manage somebody? Oh, now that's a different subject. He can manage Paul Heyman managing. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, ooh, gosh, the revival because I love them and they oh. don't need it because they can talk fine. Yeah. But I feel like they always get the short shrift, mm. and they're too good to do that. And like the way that they wrestle. I think that he would just give them a little bit of extra shine and it would make them feel more important. Interesting. I'd like to see him manage somebody in the women's division, too. Okay. I think okay. that would be good. Sasha. Yeah, Sasha would be and really I love, good. And I love Sasha. Like, if Sasha could talk like Becky. Yes. It, it, it'd be, they would both, the two of them would be the biggest wrestlers in the world, period. 
even Charlotte got better. Yeah. Charlotte's not at Becky's well, level, I, I don't I, think. They, they, I, I, you know, it's about who they give chances to to improve. Yes. Who gets more opportunities to kind of mess up, pick themselves off, and keep going. Yep. 100%. Well, speaking of people picking themselves up and keeping going, All Elite Wrestling has kept going and going and going. And they had their first pay-per-view as a full-time TV show this past Saturday. Full gear. Every title was at stake throughout the night. But there was one match that got people talking for better or for worse. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in an unsanctioned lights-out match. Incredibly violent, easily the longest match of the night, with Moxley coming out on top. I was maybe a third to halfway through this match when I remembered, suddenly and strongly, that I do not care for the style of match anymore. I thought you were going to say that I had to watch The Mandalorian again. <laughs> that I had to go back to that first ten minutes of The Mandalorian and revisit. I Very good. Uh-huh. It was good. Great emotion. Good. The stories they set up that got them to... The board of mouse traps, the broom, like everything wrapped in barbed wire all the time. And the discourse online has been very much like either people who are like, I don't like this kind of match and I don't know if it serves anything. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are like, suck it up, pussies. I fall very strongly in the, it's just not for me. I get that it's for other people and I'm not going to be like, ban it. It's stupid. Yeah. Clearly, AEW has always said that they are a place where they're going to do all the different kinds of wrestling. That has always been what Cody has like, and that's why a lot of wrestlers have flocked to it because they want to do all the different kinds of wrestling. Yep. For me, I don't like it. I don't like when they're genuinely trying to hurt themselves or each other. And even when that stuff's gimmicked, you can't gimmick barbed wire. You can't. God, that fucking cage tent covered in barbed wire that they both jumped onto. Do I think it's necessary? No. Do I think it really like helps the product? No. But I'm not saying, like, don't do it. Yeah. And in fact, my favorite tweets of the night were Renee losing her fucking mind about how much she yes. hated it. Me too. Yeah, her on Twitter, her subtweeting the match. Yeah, because uh, she can't priceless. actually talk about it because of her contract, yeah. but it's her husband, so she's gonna. I liked hardcore wrestling when I was younger. Well, and then as I've, as I've aged, mm-hmm. I've become less interested in that because, to me, when I look at the story removed from mm-hmm. it, and there was a story to this match. Absolutely. A, a, a lot of hardcore match, especially the ones that were happening during the Attitude Era and WWE were like, now here's this cookie sheet we're going to hit you with. Yeah. But when there's an actual story to it, I enjoy it. When I look at it and say, could I take all of these weapons out of this and it still be an interesting story? And if the answer is yes, then for me it just comes down to I like seeing people get hit with barbed wire. I don't like seeing people get hit with barbed wire. Yes. If it doesn't. If for me, as a as a viewer and fan, it doesn't really elevate the action, it doesn't add, it only adds stakes in that either one of them could end their career. Also, it's like when you're doing a regular match and someone picks up a kendo stick and just starts wailing on someone, the impact that has is, is something. So when you do have a hardcore match and you do one like every pay-per-view or every other pay-per-view, it does take away, you know... Well, who gives a fuck about a chair shot if these dudes are throwing themselves onto thumbtacks and and mousetraps? But again, that's just me. Also, logically, if you've already both been dropped onto a just a weird mesh tent of barbed wire, it seemed odd to me that the thing that ends the match is I took the canvas off. And the and the thin layer of foam, and there's just boards. Well, to be fair, those just boards do hurt. I'm sure they do. But I mean, but... what I'm seeing presentation, like a board could hurt a lot, but if I've just you've seen you get a knife done, pulled yeah. across your bicep, I'm conditioned to go, well, that is less than that. It was an unsanctioned uh, match. I, I wa- no way... I, yeah, I watched this through my eyes like a child. Uh, yeah. 
I am squeamish. Like, I don't like, I like horror. I don't like the kind of horror that has jump scares and, and gory stuff. So that's also part of it is like, you know, so when someone bleeds for me, that's like a huge impact on a match. But if the entire point of the match is to make them bleed, uh, I'm a little tender, sensitive baby with a little, tense, you know, sensitive baby heart. I don't, yeah. you know. Agreed. Well, let's go from the end of the night. We'll go back to the beginning of the night and the, the opening match of the show. Watch, do we do we want to go all the way back? To the pre-show and Britt Baker beating that woman. I didn't even watch that. I did. Yeah, yeah. Her versus Priestley. Yeah. That was a that was a match that was a match that you was know, a match. That I, it was fine. I feel like that was the best match I've seen either of them have so far. I was grateful to have an extra women's match on the card. Yes, please. It was it, the match was fine. It mm-hmm. sort of was what it was to me. I, like I remember it because I saw it this morning. Ah. Yes. That's that, and at 5 a.m. Um, and then can it. we talk about the best part of that match, please? Awesome Kong? Yes. Coming out to cut some hair? Yes. Sure. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, Shades of Lucha Underground. This absolutely reminds me of Katrina and Mil Muertes, which Katrina was death. She is the personification of death. Sure. And Mil Muertes is who she would take out to, like, take out everybody around, and she had control of him and, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And that is exactly what this is giving me, except, like, the all-lady version, and I fucking love it. I know it's stupid. I know it's corny. I don't <laughs> care. That's why I like it. All right. And, the, and, and Awesome Kong taking pelts. Of what I'm assuming are already clip-ons. I doubt that people are actually giving her their hair. It's probably already like a clip-on that she cuts off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But her taking pelts after every match, shut up. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool moment. I liked it too. The first match of the official pay-per-view, Santana and Ortiz beat the Young Bucks, continuing the Elite's apparent tradition of stacking up losses. And there was a, a great moment where Ricky Morton did a Canadian Destroyer and it was not at all weird and uncomfortable for me to watch a clip. No, of are you sure times. you were not okay with it? No, video? it was not at all. Uh, like, oh, and this look, is look. Rock and Roll Express is just going to keep doing stuff, and we're all going to have to be okay with it. Let them do it. Let them look. They've earned it. They've yeah. they've well earned whatever the hell they want in life. They will die in the ring. I enjoyed the match. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was, it was really good. Fun. My second favorite Young Bucks match I've watched. I haven't watched a lot of them. You haven't, no. The, the one against Private Party is my favorite well, see, by far. And I figured you, because this one is the least, I think, young Bucky that they've been I did in feel like. Forever. Oh, so really it makes back. sense that you would like it. <laughs> and I, for me, I think it's like, it, they, it did feel like they were holding back. But it's also like, it's a lot of show. And if they were going full bucks, we know from the way they were booked on the indies, if they were going full bucks, these other teams would not have won. Right. More than likely. So having them play at like, you know, three quarters bucks, 75 cents, if one will, yeah. um, having them play at 75 <laughs> cents, then it does make sense that these other teams are winning. And also it gives, again, you have to build up, if you want a tag team division where the bucks look like they're really hot shit if they get on the top of the tag division, you have to build the division. Absolutely. Maybe the matches that work in other venues don't work the same in this instance and if that's what they're realizing or they're building towards it, it's very smart. So mm-hmm. kudos to that. I, I, am, wanna... I am looking forward to getting my bucks back, though. I would like to say something about ring gear, if I may. Yes, please. I'm fine with people wrestling in Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> but when you have that one strap hanging with the clip on it, that just feels like something that could get lodged in your spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, or caught on something. Yeah, that's... Seems like an unnecessary risk. No one cares about the strap that you're not... It just hangs there. Yeah. The important part is that the, the front flops down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then just take that other strap and, like, uh, 
put it, you know, like just have like take off the the hard bit and then have someone like sew it on the inside. Yeah, because it also does seem like something that could it could get caught in something. Yes, somebody could step on it by mistake. Yeah, a lot of things could go wrong. Yeah, it's why why add another variable of danger? In well, because at least when people put on all the tassels and stuff on the costume, those can rip away very easily. Exactly, and they're shorter. Yes. Whereas with this, it's denim. Denim was meant for hard men working in the yes. working in the mines. That's right. This is so, for people digging for gold. Yeah. So those it's meant to last. Yeah. When you those wear aren't your, jeggings. You have your strap-on dungarees and the <laughs> ring. Don't leave that metal that, that little metal bit on the strap. Yeah. This Uncle Al cares. That's what I'm saying. Pack also got his first loss against Hangman Adam Page. Again, really good match. One thing I noticed mm-hmm. that I really liked was they were very quick to establish that Hangman Page is bigger yep. than Pack, but Pack is just as strong yep. as Hangman Page. And it, it made me think of how sad it was to see Oof. when they put the mighty Neville when they Oof. basically made a mighty mouse and he wore the cape to which the ring which is literally and... what they wanted to do which so, is sad I, it's nice to see him booked well he plays a heel so well Pac you, you, you did what needed to be done son and I'm very happy that you are no longer whatever I, I'll still take a red arrow any day the red arrow still hits for me I don't care yeah. you don't need a the cape the black arrow you mean yeah the black arrow like I don't I don't care um <laughs> and and Hangman Page looks like Stephen Amell from Arrow. So there are arrows oh. all over the ring. Oh, okay. I, well, and Stephen Amell can show up literally at any time in AEW. That's you true. You never know. Yeah. One last non-title match to discuss. Sean Spears getting the win against Joey Janela, <sighs> which is a thing that happened. I love Janela. Spears, ha- it's still, there's... <sighs> He's very talented. I know that everyone loves him and everyone loves working with him. Like, I know that he's like, he's the wrestler's wrestler. I know right. everyone loves him. There's still, for me, a charisma gap. Yeah, what what is it? It's what is, charisma. He is missing charisma for me. Um, as a face, too. I mean, when he was when he was Ty Dillinger in the perfect well, 10. Well, the only thing he had was the perfect 10. What right. else did he have besides that? And we all love chanting 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. But eventually, there has to be something more. What else was it besides a number? His hands would make a ten. They made a ten. They made a ten. And he would, and he would, and we would say it. And he would put it in people's faces. And then when it was the Royal Rumble, he would come out to ten. And then he would lose Uh every match. Yeah, that was what made no goddamn sense. He was the perfect ten, and he lost a lot. Even in NXT, he lost. Well, he was was zero and ten. Yeah, if he was the perfect ten and he was always winning, that's that's something interesting, right? Yes. Um, by, Perfect 10, uh, by the way, for our uh, younger listeners who don't remember a time before internet porn, was also a very classy gentleman's magazine um, <laughs> with, <laughs> that featured ladies um, just lounging by the pool, nothing filthy. Um, but their whole thing was that, like, none of our women have been worked on, which was like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and it was called Perfect 10, and my college roommate had it, and I would steal it when he wasn't home. <laughs> Lindsay's not here. I gotta keep up the horny. Don't make you guys are making me do it alone. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what it is for me. I right. just think it's even with him as a heel, it's just it's missing that charisma for me. And Tully Blanchard isn't gonna be the one to bring it out. Nah, I don't think so. All due respect to Tully Blanchard. Love Tully. Love you. Legend. Hey, if you have any thoughts on what we've discussed so far, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes, or just do this, and we'll hear you. It'll, it's that's our twilight bark. <laughs> it's a it's a call. It's a mating call. Yeah. <laughs> so one long, two short. <laughs> we'll be back after a break to talk about everything that shook out on NXT, plus some title matches from AEW. That's up next on Tights and Fights. 
Well, Alexis, we got big news. Uh oh. Season one, done. It's over. Season two, coming at you hot. Three years after. <laughs> three right season three one. Now. Technically right. almost four years. All right. And now, listen, here at Can I Pet Your Dog, the Smash yes. podcast, our seasons run for three and a half years. <laughs> and then at season two, we come at you with new hot co hosts named you. Hi, I'm Alexis. <laughs> and we also have uh, field trip. Dog tech. Yeah. Dog news. Dog news. Celebrity guests. Oh, big shots. Will not let them talk about their resume. Nope. Only yeah, the dogs. Only the dogs. I mean, if ever you were going to get into Can I Pet Your Dog. Now's the time. Get in here every Tuesday at MaximumFun.org. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lubland. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And that's it. And it's enough. <laughs> we're enough, Hal. We are enough. We, we're, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am enough. <sighs> I am enough. I am enough too, Hal. So glad we're both here together. Pusa. Let's talk about the title matches from AEW's Full Gear. First, SoCal Uncensored retained the tag titles against the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Three very good teams. Yes. They had a very good match. Mm-hmm. Um, again, SoCal Uncensored, they're great. They deserve all the shine that they get. Yep. Um, Christopher Daniels making a triumphant return. <sighs> Love him. Yep. Private Party, I'm really ready for them to just kick the ass out of the ass of everything. Yes, they seem like they should get a title run sooner rather than later. Yep. Maybe this is the blow-off with the Lucha Brothers. I feel like that's going to continue now with the Christopher Daniels attack. Like that, yeah. That is being continued, and then maybe the Lucha Brothers have the title, and then Private Party takes it off the Lucha Brothers. Like, I don't know what their plans are. Yeah. Ultimately. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad, like Lucha Brothers, I've said this, they don't need it. Yes. Um, They are fucking legends. They don't need it. SoCal Uncensored, I am very happy they got it. Yes. Because this is probably the biggest stage any of them have ever been on. Right. I mean, both in terms Are you really of... discounting Waterworld, Danielle? <laughs> well, I never discount Waterworld <laughs> at Universal Studios because it's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> Julian, all of you non-fucking believers, man, I'm telling you, go to the Waterworld show at Universal Studios. It is goddamn life-changing. Yeah. But uh, one thing before we we move on that I just got to say that this is just my little nitpick with AEW, and it's something that I feel like they are doing way too much. We don't criticize AEW here. (laughs) No, don't get, like, they just got to stop doing the... Turn off the lights. Oh my gosh, what's happening? Why are the lights out? Oh my gosh, what's going? Oh my gosh, somebody's in the ring. I swear they have done it at least four or five times by now. Yeah, they did it with Orange Cassidy. They yeah. did it when Sean Spears came out, and you right. hear Jr. going, "What's going on?" And then Sean Spears is there sitting in the ring. Just, I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. I've seen it way too many times. And I'm just every time it goes out, I'm just like, God damn it! Just there are other ways to introduce people as a surprise. You don't need to do that anymore. That's that. Why don't have but them... that's the easy one, because you can yeah. just turn them off and then turn them back on. And then, yeah, nobody can see anything. <laughs> I don't know. Makes perfect sense to me. This match got a lot of attention, both positive and negative. Riho successfully defending the AEW Women's World Championship against Emi Sakura. Why did it get negative? What was the negative? So people might not have been used to this style of, of wrestling, which I, I personally did not agree with. I'm just like, it was out there. I think that they wrestled the style that they were comfortable with. And I think this is kind of like when people first saw Lucha for the first time and like you saw mm. Rey Mysterio kind of mainstreaming that style. Yeah. There's some growing pains that come with like, wait, what is this? I and liked I it. I think you kind of 
it kind of comes with time. Yeah, like a couple of people. I uh, speaking, going back to talking about B. Priestley, um, I think it was Stroud in particular who was like, you know, she's more used to doing a lot of these Japanese style matches, and so she isn't quite used to doing more of the like the the U.S. style because obviously mm-hmm. like and and British style. So she's used to both of those, not so much the U.S. Right. But again, I'm very happy that all styles of wrestling are being represented. I loved it. I thought it was a great match, but also like I watch a lot of Japanese wrestling, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I liked the story of it. Didn't stand out to me super one way or the other. I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. what their first long-term program is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, excited for it. I but want Riho to step on my face. I've talked about it a ton. Yeah, let her step on your face. Mm-hmm. Finally, let's talk about the AEW World Championship match, Chris Jericho versus Cody. <sighs> I just can't. <laughs> I can't. It's. I'm so disappointed, personally. Really? Chris Jarek Info Wars? Yeah. Oh, no, that, that's shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Aside from the wrestling. And then he pawned um, himself off as a journalist. It was like, I'm just a platform. Yeah, fuck off. Come on. I, You're smarter than that. It, it's, man, I, I, I like Chris a lot. I was a huge... Nobody, like I don't think really... anybody in this booth was a bigger fan of his than no, I No, you was. weren't. No, I will say this right on, and I'm like a huge fan, and he's my best friend. Um, I, I, it's really, it's really disappointing. I mean, it it's really, really disappointing. But hey. Scarf, Scarf Daddy let me down. He's a very good wrestler. He's a very good wrestler, and he is, and he does have me on stuff sometimes, so it's really, like, hard. Um, yeah, that sucks. Don't make friends with your heroes, because sometimes they'll do stuff you don't like, and there's no way for you to talk about it. And we're not, like, best friends. Like, obviously, we all know that that's our joke. Yes. Um I can DM him and he will say hi back. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that, I can. That the is, same way that I can, is the limit of our I, interaction. Yeah, I can text uh, Xavier Woods and we can have a, a short conversation anytime. Yeah, I can DM Xavier Woods yeah. and be like, "Congratulations!" and he'll be like, "For what?" and I'll be like, "The seventh time title," and he'll be like, "All oh, right." <laughs> uh, you know what? I haven't tested in a while. I haven't texted Christian in a while. I'm going to do See? that and just say hello. See, like we're I'm not say hello. We're not friends. Yeah, but they are polite to I would, us. I would say Simon Gotcha is my friend. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha he is a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And a good guy. Yeah. But yeah, mostly just like if I say hi on Twitter, they will not ice me out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're all just people. We're all just people trying to make it through. But and they're a... way more famous people than we are. Jericho. And, they, and they're not super <laughs> trying to make it through. They've made yeah. it through. For all this <laughs> questionable uh, for all this questionable podcasting choices, he does put on a great show in the ring and his match with Cody is no exception. Can we keep yes. Cody's head away from wrestling rings? I just and floors associated with wrestling I, rings. Cody, I, I un- for sure I, he did that on purpose. I'm sure he did. I understand, but it didn't look like a blade job. Don't he busted up his? This was a hard way. Fucking orbital. Don't he, he let a diamond plated floor give him a hard way? Do this. You're still young. You can still be an actor. Like please, 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 please. I, I just, I, I. I understand why, but it's always it's also one of those things where it's like, Cody, like you, if anyone understands, Dusty, we didn't really see a deterioration of intelligence right. as much as it was like, obviously, everyone's body goes when it goes, sure. but he was still like there, yes, right? But all of his friends around him and then just Cody being a part of wrestling and just watching it happen, it's like this is, it's a correlation, my friend. One and one is two. Unless, yeah. I mean, you know, unless you're Terrence Howard and then it's not. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still very good match. Great, great match. Jericho getting slapped in the head by Cody's mom. 
It was really fun. <laughs> when great. she just reached over and pawed him on top of the head. Just a little tap. I enjoyed that. I like it. A little tap. Tap and Jericho. <laughs> tap and Jericho. Our other, new, our other new podcast. I think the highlight of this match is the finish. Mm-hmm. When my golden child. Which, I mean, it should be. The, fin- the finish should be the highlight of any match, but. Yes. Out of concern for his friend, Maxwell Jacob Friedman threw in the towel mm. and ended the match. And then this happened. You just saying I'm sorry? Oh, what the hell? You little bastard. What did you do that for? <laughs> I'll be damned. You have got to you be bastard. kidding me. <laughs> that might be the first time I got vibes of like, oh, there's old school JR. That? That's why, yeah. he, that's yeah. why we all love him so much. You <laughs> killed Cody. <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. So good. Very my good. My baby boy. My baby boy. <laughs> he's a shining paragon of what it wow. means to be a heel. He's my baby your, your boy. Your baby boy is a baby man now. He's a baby man. <laughs> his scarf is now a tallest. He had his bar mitzvah Saturday. <laughs> Just like my nephew and I was there and did an aliyah. Baruch Hu Adonai and Barach. Thank you for sending links to those ball, ball cleaners, by the way. <laughs> the JR's plug-in. Um, so they have the their their trimmer is called the Lawn Mower. <laughs> and you can get what they call the nuts and bolts set that comes with the Lawn Mower and ball deodorant, which is just, it, it's called Crop Preserver. It just says anti-chafing ball deodorant. Well, I'll tell you, when, I, when, I, when I've been on the road and I get home, down there... <laughs> Looks like I got a chia pet and a scissor lock. So I get out the lawnmower. <laughs> what I do after a shower, I get out the lawnmower. Then I use the ball deodorant. <laughs> ball deodorant so it doesn't smell like a head cheese factory. And then afterwards, I use I use my crop cleanser. And crop cleanser. And I, t- I tone up my balls. I put a, put a you know I do. Toner. And then I go to Sonic. I don't know why they won't come on board. <laughs> anyway. You know what he, call, you know what? What he calls it? What? That's what he calls it. He's a little bastard. He's a little bastard. I look at it in a mirror and I say, you little bastard. <laughs> that nutsack had a family. <laughs> oh, my God. It's pubes. It's pubes. <laughs> as God is my witness, he's shorn it in half. New Day are now seven-time tag champs, Woo! beating the Revival, which means they will face off against Undisputed Era and the Viking Raiders at Survivor Series. Was this necessary to add more juice to the match? Because you have to sort of have New Day involved because they're a bigger name. Do we feel like that's yeah, what this is? Yeah, you have to get them in there. And they're unwilling to do it with, well, they can't do it with Viking Raiders. It's on a separate show. So mm-hmm. they're like, all right, let's transition it here and give New Day the ball. I mean, they'll be great. I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it, but I'm always like, oh, but Revival. You, you do need like, mar- the, the Revival are not marquee names. In the way that, that New Day are. I'm not going to lie. I would love to see another New Day heel run. They won't do it. I would too. They won't do it. They sell way too much merch. Yeah. I think like I would just be like how I was when it was Hollywood Rock, where I was like, I want to hate this guy, but damn it, he's so cool. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it would be. And I'm Rock okay concerts? with that. <laughs> like, that's why people love fucking the Joker. And, and everyone was afraid people were going to go out and do Joker stuff was because he's like, he's a villain that we like. There are way too many people dancing on stairs now. Oh, man, I feel so bad for all those folks that live in the Bronx. Sorry about your stairway. Yeah, because it's literally for some people the only 
only way to get to and from work. Now it's an incel historical landmark. <laughs> I can't wait until someone who lives in that neighborhood just like douses it in water so it becomes nothing but ice for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> then set up a camera. I'll watch that YouTube channel all day. <laughs> it's gonna... Joker slipping. <laughs> That's my new, my new channel. <laughs> Let us know more about your thoughts about everything we discussed. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of these are in the show notes. When we come back, we've got some things from wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or a Medi- medication. medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined by... Danielle Radford. This week, we're going to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is an unusual three count. Danielle? Mm-hmm. What do you put on? Um, so, we were talking The Mandalorian earlier. Werner Herzog... <laughs> Could not stop talking. Um, first, <laughs> first he admitted that he had uh, never ever seen one of John Favreau's movies. He has no idea what he has done. He has admitted uh-huh. he's never seen a Star War. But <laughs> the most important thing that he's talked about that I apparently he's talked about before is that when he wants to connect with the people and see what's going on in the cultural zeitgeist, my man love him a WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Werner Herzog watches WrestleMania to keep in touch with everything. <laughs> I'm going to read this quote. I think there's another one, but I'm going to read this quote. Please. It didn't inform my filmmaking per se, but it widened my scope in, to look into corners that I hadn't taken seriously yet. And it's the same reason, I guess, that I tried to tell him to watch the Anna Nicole Smith show. And, by the way, also WrestleMania. And he asked about WrestleMania, and I said, I do believe there's a crude form of new drama emerging that we do not understand yet, and it's not the fights that are so important. What's more important is the show around it. The owner of the franchise stepping into the ring with four blondes with breast implants, and his wife is being wheeled in a wheelchair, paralyzed and blind, and he makes fun of his wife, and the son of the owner of the franchise interfering and fighting his father in the ring. And we had an understanding over this. So he's only 18 years behind? (laughs) Well, no. I think from what my understanding is, because I love Werner Herzog, um, I think that he's great, but I'm not like a mega fan. I just right. think that he's like a weird dude and it entertains me greatly. Apparently, he like watches WrestleMania every year. Wow. And but I the think, same one. He only watches X7. No, I think he and watches- And then you won't believe Mick Foley came out <laughs> as the referee. 
He just watches it and sits he down with his family. He's like, watch, this is my favorite part right he here. He pulls out the sock, Mr. Sacco, and gives the mandible claw. <laughs> I, I think he's caught up. I think he's like, and then they put over the Roman Reigns. <laughs> the Roman Reigns. No, he like legitimately is a huge fan. Like, yeah, he's said it. many times before that he, he loves Roman Reigns. Why don't we so have him on? Guy, <laughs> he's been on Bullseye. I think we probably could get him. Yeah, and so um, that just uh, tickled the fuck out of me. So that's what I'm putting over. I'm putting over Werner Herzog's love of pro wrestling in WWE and WrestleMania. No, there are only two of us, so we can't have a three count. And I thought it would be fun because you mentioned you had this. Mm-hmm. You have some thoughts from Lindsay that you've culled. From... Well, so Calc was very, very disappointed after the after what happened on Tuesday that she could not be here yeah. to, share, to share her thoughts. I told her, I was like, you know, uh, send a text and we'll talk about it. Yeah. But so all she wrote was like, please express how conflicted I am about Philip's return. That is in all caps. I love that she calls him Philip. Someone's low on cash then. <laughs> um, which, I mean, m- maybe he has that movie to promote. He makes a good majority, well, no majority. I don't know how he makes his money, but I know he makes money on going to conventions and doing appearances. And being a regular on a TV show does make both of those things. You can raise your price on that. Um, And then so Lindsay did tweet, I'm not on tight fights this week because I'm in England, but man, do I have a lot of thoughts about the CM Punk situation. I resent that I already know I'm going to waste a therapy session on this. (laughs) I want to put that over. Yeah, so, just that tweet. Yeah, put that over. And yeah, so next week we'll we'll get into more of it and we'll get yes. into Kelk's thoughts. Absolutely, we're going to talk a lot about CM Punk next week. So come back for that. That will be our first Saturday show. Do not tune in on Thursday. Thursday you can listen to this episode again to get primed up for it. But starting next, thank you for reminding week, me because now I have to change all of my like alarms. Yes, for Wednesday, Saturday, the twenty third of November is our first Saturday episode of Tights and Fights, and that will be our regular time slot from now on. That does it for this final Thursday episode of Tights and Fights. Thank you so much for listening this week. Your hosts were Daniel Radford and me, Hal Lublin, the host of We Got This with Mark and Hal, and Good Morning Night Vale, and also listen to Thrilling Adventure Hour and Welcome to Night Vale. While you're at it, that would be real swell of you. Danielle? Um, Yes, please continue to watch Honest Trailers. I love them. I'm working with Amazon Prime's YouTube on a series called The Red String. It is very silly, just me goofing off and pretending um, and trying to justify, like, conspiracy theories about movies. Some of them are going to be ones um, from the internet that I explore. Some of them are going to be ones that just, like, I came up with because I thought they were funny. Mm. Some of them are going to be fan theories. Um, So, yeah, uh, tune into that. Uh, We'll be rolling out episodes this month and next month, and hopefully I'll get to do more. Awesome. Our producer, Julian Burrell, is already playing Christmas music. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in our show notes. Show notes. If you love what we do, please remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fun members who make this show possible, and we'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Congratulations on Lee and give them Mustafa back. See you on Saturday. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.